Yo, yo, yo. This is Swift Epics, and I'm here with Rams. What's up, man? Uh, uh, yeah, I <laughs> just yawned them as well, so how's it going? Yeah, everything's cool, man. I've been having a boring day. This is kind of like the highlight of my day, so. As you mentioned, yeah, it's <laughs> kind of quiet here as well. It's Saturday and all that stuff. Weekends should be something to do, but not really for us, other than this. Yep. We are now stuck with the podcast, but it should be good, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy it too. Um, we got like a, we got some good topics to go through this week's, so it should definitely be an entertaining show. Interesting topics. <laughs> definitely. At least, yeah. And um, yeah, we finally came up with a name as well. Um, we're calling the show the Dual Perspective because you know, um, me and Rams, you know, we have sometimes we have different opinions about certain things, you know, different tastes in music or films or whatever, but we still manage to coexist as a team and run the Epic Network and do this podcast and everything. So, you know, we wanted to show that we're united, even though we have different opinions. We're not ignorant in any way, because some people out there are ignorant towards other people who have different views. Exactly. Yeah. The peace. We're trying to bring the peace. Yeah, man. We're not, we're not willing to kill one, one another with each other, so. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, now we finally have a name, so we can definitely go hard with promoting the podcast, get a couple more listeners and everything. So I hope you guys enjoy it. What are we talking about first, then? So, first on the agenda, <laughs> this should be a pretty funny topic. Is it my one, or is it yours? Is your one. It's my one, right. <laughs> if it's a Rams topic, then you know it's going to be funny. <laughs> right. I don't know. I mean, this, this came out of... Um, I was watching a program by Diddy, the guy that we all love to hate. Whilst um, I was working out and stuff like that. Um, it's a program called Star Maker, which is the one that's given him the rumour that he's going to be the best new judge on the American Idol and stuff like that. Did you hear about that or not? Um, I actually didn't, but, you know, it seems like the kind of thing Diddy would do. So yeah, because... Not much surprised like me about him these days. Yeah. Because <laughs> Cal, he's leaving now, that show, and he's bringing the X Factor to the US, which I don't see the point in that, but... Yeah, I don't see... <laughs> <laughs> They're both the same. Um, I don't get it, but... Suit himself, really. Um... So yeah, Star Maker is about pretty much the same things. There's all these young talents, they come in and um, they go through all these like, uh, I wouldn't say missions, just tasks really. They get like people to help them with their voice, some dance moves maybe, I don't know. It's a mixture between Idol and... Making the band? Yes, that's the one that crappy annoying show where he just builds bands only to destroy them like <laughs> later months say and there's this one guy though the episode I watched he he's quite a large dude he's um, I forgot his name I don't really care but um, what I did care about was he was he's a quite a big guy but his voice was really good he it was all these talents basically they had to perform in front of Diddy who just sits there with his like blank face 
um, chubby shit face looking thing that he does the expression that he has <laughs> seriously his expression he just looks like a fat kid <laughs> sits there with his like crane why does he have that crane he's not old fucking get him a Zimmer frame um I don't know but like the guy he sang really well he did Beyonce's uh one of her songs To The Left I don't know if that's what it's called but... To The Left To The Left is, it, is that on? You yeah. must not know about me. That one. That's the one. You can sing it for me if you want later on. No, I'm not a good singer. <laughs> yeah, we just rap. That's what we do. In it, yeah. <laughs> What's happened there? He sang that song, and Diddy apparently gave him the task to lose some weight. And when he sang the song, he sang it brilliantly. He looked like, you know, there was no crowd, but they had to perform as if, you know, they took the stage, they owned the stage, they made the crowd look good. And the movements he was doing, the stuff that he was doing, his voice was amazing, his movement was good, it looked like he can interact with the crowd well. But then Diddy goes up to him afterwards and he's like, I gave you a mission to do, why didn't you follow your mission? And he was like, I have been following my mission. He's like, I told you to lose weight. Like, how, how long have you been working out for, blah, blah, blah. And the guy was saying he worked out in the daytime, and then at night, he took a break to rest his voice so that he can focus his voice more, which is a fair enough kind of um, routine to do. You know, you work out in the day, and then at night, you just rest your voice, or you take a day break, at least, to concentrate on your vocal skills and stuff like that. Diddy started accusing him of being fat basically he started saying um it's meant to change your life you're meant to not be fat you're meant to lose weight you're meant to do this do that and the guy was just trying to explain his routine saying that you know i am taking care of myself i am like aiming myself to lose a bit of weight and all that stuff and i am trying to get to a good state where not only i can take care of my body but i can also have a good voice but Diddy expected it to be like straight away happening, sort of. <laughs> the moment Diddy says it, he's slim and shit like that. It was pathetic. Yeah, it's like that. That's like a, a a long process. I mean, you're not gonna drop that weight instantly. <laughs> exactly. And also, I would like to say, how how come Diddy Diddy never said this to Notorious B.I.G. or something? Huh? This is where I'm getting to. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I'm getting to. It's like, why is he having to go at fat rappers? He literally made that guy go through a load of shit in his head, really. I mean, at the end of it, he said... The guy said he was inspired by two artists that were quite well-known. Unfortunately, I don't know who they were and their names. Uh, and um, <laughs> they died because of health issues, which is what Diddy brought up to the guy. And was the, it a big pun? No, it was oh. Luthro Van Druss and oh, okay. another one. So, just, just classic people, really. And, um, what was it? What did Diddy say? Diddy goes that, you know, his, this routine that he's supposed to take, the mission that he gave is meant to change his life. He's gonna, he's meant to lose weight or else he ain't gonna get starred and whatsoever. And then at the final of it, Diddy went, if it wasn't for your voice, you would not be here. And I just think that's really, really harsh. Why? Surely, did he tell... He didn't tell Biggie, obviously, to lose weight. He wasn't poking him around with a stick and just telling him, like, yo, you need to lose weight, you ain't gonna be popular. And then all of a sudden now, Biggie's one of the still, to this day, like, you know, one of the most recognised names on the planet. 
it's like why don't why don't why don't Diddy try and tell that to Rick Ross or Fat Joe? <laughs> this is where I'm getting at. Look at the team. He's got DJ Khaled and Rick Ross, two fat guys, who he calls he calls Rick Ross the fucking next Biggie, the new Biggie, the Southern Biggie, whatever the fuck. He's nothing. He's shit. <laughs> Rick, no, not Rick Ross. Fuck him. DJ Khaled. He's fat as well, and he doesn't do anything other than yell in his tracks he doesn't he just yells he just sits there making a track bringing people together make an annoying track I, I don't get it like are fat rappers that <laughs> badly dealt with or I mean what is Diddy trying to get out of it basically is what I'm trying uh, to yeah, he's probably just I think he was probably just doing it for entertainment purposes but at the same time that's kind of harsh it and is harsh. it's kind of contradicting as well like there's Fat Joe as well. He's fat, yet he's still making somewhat money, despite, you know, only selling about 5,000 tracks. Was it? Yeah, 5,000 copies. <laughs> yeah. We all shed a tear for him, just like Fiddy said. <laughs> you will do. But uh, it's just weird. Like, if he's saying it in an entertainment reason, it's still quite wrong to say that, because, you know, you're showing it on national television saying that this guy's fat and he has no talent but you know obviously he just said if it wasn't for your voice you know you wouldn't be here that's really harsh there's Sean Kingston as well people went nuts over him when his songs came out you know now not so much because he's kind of just under the under something with Justin Bieber just probably making out with each other or whatever but other than that like Sean Kingston has a good voice and he's quite entertaining as well to people. He knows how to like own a stage. You don't see PDD coming up to him and fucking controlling his life. Rick Ross, same thing. DJ Khaled, same thing. Biggie Smalls, he was owned by Biggie Smalls, so <laughs> he's shit scared to say anything. And I think it's just like, if that's the way people think Diddy's like a master mogul in the hip hop business, in the music business, then saying stuff like that is a load of shit, really. I mean, more and more worse thoughts just come about with Diddy when you just think about it. It's like, he just accused a fat guy of his life. <laughs> and it's America, everyone gets fat there. No offence to the US listeners if you are listening to this, but... Yeah, man, those, those restaurants will have you packing on the exactly. pounds. So <laughs> it's go like to IHOP, man. I mean, yeah, when I went to the US, man, the food there... You just order a normal, it's a large, and I gained, like, <laughs> a stone and a half there. Which Yo, I'm for, all, all you need to do is go to IHOP, man. That place is, like, it, it just looks fattening. Where's that? Like, pancakes with breakfast. Like, you, like I had, like, pancakes with strawberry syrup on top, uh, with sausages, uh, scrambled have... eggs, <laughs> um, hash browns, and uh, French toast, I think. When I was at Colorado, um, I had massive pancakes with chocolate chip. Wow. Syrup. No, syrup? Syrup. Inside them. And then there was also like... What was funny was they had so much sugar. They had like Fruit Loops as well. And um, Lucky Charms. I tried them for the first time. They were lush. Uh, pancakes with chocolate chips. What else they had? They had all these cream and stuff. And then right in the corner, there was, like, banana and strawberry. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> if you wanted kind of thing, you know. 
Yeah, man. Americans love their sugar. They love their fat foods, man. Yeah. But, so, I mean, my point, point being is like, I mean, are fat rappers more underappreciated than what you'd see of a normal sized person, say? Because this is probably like the one time where I would probably stick up for fat people. Like, I make jokes about them, but I don't mean it in a mean possible way. But when, yeah. you, see, when you see good talent there, you don't want to judge them just on their looks and their appearance and stuff like that, do you? Yeah, exactly. Like, see, um, I think that, you know, like, he was an R&B singer, right? So, um... Oh, yeah, pretty much likely an R&B I, singer. I think that, um, in the hip-hop community, it's more accepted because overweight, like, obesity is, is an issue that affects, you know, like, the, the ghetto and the urban areas and stuff. Like, there's a lot of overweight people there. So I guess it's more accepted, you know, in hip-hop because that's the core audience. But as far as um, R&B, I guess, like, image has a lot to do with it as well. So maybe, you know, that's why. I don't I don't yeah. think he was even that fat, though. I mean, he was wide. He was quite a large dude, but he wasn't fat at all. And then if you're going to say R&B, look at the... What's his name? The Dream. He's quite a chubby dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't notice that because he just wears tops. He doesn't go shirtless or anything. <laughs> Neo used to be quite fat, you know. He gained like a lot of weight when he got famous and he got fat, but then eventually he worked out and whatnot, so he was okay. Again, Sean Kingston, you can class him into the R and B category and the pop scene. And he's a large dude. And yet yeah. they all get their breaks. So it's I don't know, I mean it was really harsh on the dude, I thought, and um, I, I just think in general, the music world, it should accept whatever talents their way, because his voice was seriously really, really good, and the way he did the Beyonce song, which, you know, Beyonce's got an amazing voice herself, and a lot of times when people replicate her, or try to replicate her, they fail miserably. But he obviously changed the lyrics around to his way, and he owned that song. He really did well with it. And Diddy just <laughs> did nothing but put this shit down on him, saying that, you know, he's fat still. And apparently he was meant to work out every day, it's meant to change his life. But did he just expect like an hour later after he said that, he's going to go on the treadmill straight away and lose <laughs> that much weight? Yeah, well, to summarize that, Diddy's an idiot. And um, is that video clip online? Because if so, I'll put it in inside this article so the people you can try and find it. I can't remember what episode it was. It was the first time I watched a show, and it was really annoying and shit. Uh, it was just Diddy like being twat, really. But at the same time, so were the contestants. So, um... oh no, wait, no, Diddy was just mainly for twat. But um, yeah, it could be online. I don't know. It comes on on Channel Four in the mornings around 10 o'clock I think so if you want to catch an episode then just to see how much of a fool Diddy is and check out the fat guy if he's still in the competition um, I'll try I'll try and catch that and um, if I find that video I'll put it in the article so everyone else can see too yeah but yeah um moving on to the next topic um yeah this one is one of mine because Rams would never pick this as a topic well <laughs> <laughs> I'll just more step away into the <laughs> just shake my head in shame, slapping my head, palm <laughs> face, face palm. That's the one. Yeah. But yeah, um, <laughs> earlier this week, Nicki Minaj got on Twitter 
and she finally announced what her debut album would be titled and the name is Pink Friday and I guess you know because it's the same week that uh, as on um, Black Friday I guess that's why she went with that name <coughs> so uh, <laughs> so um, firstly I wanted to ask what Rams thinks of that name <laughs> so yeah well, like, what do you think of that name Obviously, <laughs> there's not much more you can say. She's calling it Pink Friday on a month and a day, which is meant to, you know, inspire and show so much respect to the black community. <laughs> and all of a sudden, she's like, Pink Friday, woohoo, Barbie time. No, <laughs> just it's just a load of bollocks, really. The, I mean, the album name in general is shit. Putting it on the day of Black Friday is just funny and well see see here's the thing though like it's not actually coming out on the friday it's coming out tuesday but it's it's the same week so like that's kind of retarded like she she would have been better off calling it a pink album even though that sucks as well doesn't someone already have the pink album though Uh, i mean i know black album and um calling it the pink album would have just annoyed the hell out of a lot of other people (laughs) just like nicky minaj but I swear someone already has the pink album. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah. But that. yeah, um, as far as the name as well, that's gonna make it like real hard for a lot of males to buy her album. <laughs> I, I can just imagine a male going into a store and going to the desk and asking for Pink Friday, man. I would be embarrassed for them. <laughs> Is that the actual artwork as well? Like. Oh, uh, the one I showed you the other day. Yeah, the one you showed me. Or did you make that? I think. Nah, I didn't make that. Why would I make? That? <laughs> <laughs> well, considering your little fascination with female artists, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you've been going over the top more and more. Nah, man, that wasn't me. But um, I think that might be official. I don't know. I found it on um, Boxton.com. It's really bad. But it's, <laughs> it's made on fireworks, not even Photoshop work. Uh, maybe uh, that's not the real one. I don't know. Probably not. But um, yeah, I, d- I don't know. The name's a bit off-putting but again Nicki Minaj she's more she is more trying to appeal to the female audience more than anything even herself she said like she doesn't yeah get, she said that herself like. yeah she doesn't even get why males well it's stupid why she doesn't get it but <laughs> she said she doesn't get why there's male fans a lot more male fans than there would be female fans but um yeah uh, she's she's obviously more appealing towards the female audience so call it pink friday she's it's that whole materialized thing again really isn't it she's followed the whole barbie movement and um pink huzzah let's get a pedicure get a massage oh look a chihuahua i want one i've got a chihuahua now hooray Ooh, a louis vuitton bag in pink too Ooh. <laughs> ah pink ferrari let's buy that too oh shit i'm broke <laughs> it's just um, <laughs> something like that. It's just those materialized people, really. She's just kind of approaching that thing as well, which which is stupid. But what can you do, really? Everyone loves her too much right now, so <laughs> I guess she could just name whatever the hell she wants the album. She could call it Shitface, and people would have still gone by. <laughs> <laughs> so Pink Friday is. But regards to like, is it? Did she deliberately release it on um, uh, 
that I, week. I, I think that was the date she had planned. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. But um, she, did, she said the date beforehand, didn't she? November something. But um, yeah. did you know that was the week or? No, I, I actually didn't know. I knew I knew Black Friday was in November, but I didn't know. Like I don't know that the exact date. I know it's like after Thanksgiving or something. Ah right. Maybe she was in a rush then to pick the name, because maybe she found out as well that it was Black Friday on that time, and she was like, "Oh, let's call it Pink Friday." <laughs> just like, oh okay, all right, let's do it. Young money, basically, they don't have any brains there. <laughs> Again, they could have just called it Shitface. I would have called yeah. it Shitface. I think it will be a Shitface album. That's my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hate Young Money with a passion, but Nicki Minaj is the only one I'll give a listen to. <laughs> for now. Yeah. You did this with Drake. You mentioned this before to me. You did yeah, this man, I, I, I tried out Drake's album, but you know, I didn't. I wasn't really feeling it. So. You can try it out Lil Wayne's. And, um, yeah, re- Lil Wayne's went straight to the recycle bin. Exactly. What would happen if Nicki Minaj isn't something you wished and hoped? What happens to your posters? What happens to your images that you've edited on Photoshop with you arm around Nicki Minaj? I don't know what you're talking about, man. You know what I'm talking about. I don't have any posters, man. Right? But, yeah. I mean, I've listened to some of her mixtape stuff, like her old mixtape, and I really like that one. But yeah. um, I don't think her album is gonna, you know, be that good. It's just gonna be too mainstream for me. So, but I'll give it a listen anyway. You know, I won't go in the shop and buy it though. But <laughs> <laughs> just download it, just to make her unhappy, just to make fans listening to this out of fans of Nicki Minaj unhappy. Just say you'll download it. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that that's enough about Nicki Minaj, man. <laughs> you know, can't can't talk about her too much, but uh, yeah. So we're getting into this song right now. This is Rams's choice. So, um, would you like to introduce the song? Yeah, it's um, Gemstones, My Hood. He's awesome. If he didn't go to gospel, this would have been uh, one of his songs on his upcoming album, which I still don't even know to this day if it's coming out or not. But the album was meant to be called Troubles of the World. Um, or was that his mixtape? Can't remember. Anyway, it was one into something, and this was one of his songs, which is pretty good. Like the beat's amazing, and the lyrics are just um, straight to the point. Really, just give it a listen, and it's one of a very, very cool track. Cool. That's it. <laughs> I will be back after the song. Cool. Here we go again. Huh. Troubles of the world. Let's get it. Now, now, now what you know about my hood? What y'all know about my hood? Now what you know about my ghetto? I mean, nah, nah, ain't talking about your hood. I understand now, your hood. Now, now what you know about my hood? Talking about my hood. Now what you know about my ghetto? I wish I would stop watching videos My son's a future killer I'm so proud of my daughter She grew up to be a stripper The usual, you know Things he dropping out of school to do Pop, smoke, drink Sell pharmaceuticals Rob all type of girls 
grimy things It's unsuitable I wouldn't trade this life for all the world It's too beautiful Look at all the brutal things Policemen get to do to you Box you in a cubicle Until you're institutional Lock you in an institute And take away your juvenile Mistake your Motorola for a Ruger Just to shoot at you Know the system lovers Look at all the things they put us through Snatch your children if they feel the living's not suitable Give us link on every first to feast on Raymond noodle soup Not to mention the degraded things we gotta stoop to do Last night a kid was found slain in the woods And y'all say nothing good from my hood Obama, holla at me! Big careful, don't walk down that way Police got the black on lock now Can't eat cause they're out there all day when the street lights go out Talk slick, get stretched in the hallway Soft bad when the street lights go out Jack boys outside and they don't play Lucky me! Now what you know about my yeah. I cannot wait to circle my block twice tomorrow Before I even think about parking Lucky me! The Jack boys might be on the side of my house waiting for me I cannot wait, that is an awesome feeling <laughs> Mama, I owe you a kiss. I love you for moving here. I love my neighborhood, mainly because we fading away. And the sound of gunshots is even more of a reason for me to stay. We ain't gotta work a job, they provide us public aid. Hooray! Black woman's number one with AIDS. Majority of the black men, dead or in a cage. Gold fronts, whip chains, we modern day slaves. Never fix my lips to say I wanna lead a hood. I wouldn't get to duck strays or get robbed for my goods. My kids would probably grow up and not be misunderstood. Graduate from college and become something I never could Can't allow that to happen, that be teaching them how to grow As a parent, why wouldn't you want your kids to sell dope? Let's teach them disrespect, don't take away they hope It take a jealous man not to wanna see a nigga broke We build you up to break you down, just the way we should And y'all say ain't nothing good from my hood Obama, what's good, Big careful, don't walk down that way Better be careful Police got the black on lock now this is the life. This is the life. Talk slick, get stressed in the hallway. Soft bad when the street lights go out. I cannot wait for the street lights to go out, y'all. Now what you know about my I can't wait to get shot at tomorrow. Do you understand me? Do you know what that feels like to walk home and get caught in the crossfire? Ducking in trees, jumping in bushes. This is oh my god. Vietnam, my neighborhood family, love it. Man, I'm in a good mood. Can't wait to spread the good news. They just gave my friend life for a brick he didn't move. Dying over gym shoes, shut down six schools, opened up a liquor store for more kids to drink booze. Public housing don't allow men, so the father can't move, which means the kid gon' probably grow up to be just as wild too. We spent a thousand on an outfit and a pair of new shoes to be accepted because the price value determines who's who, and we accept it because we allow it, and you do too. My best friend's pregnant again, and she don't know by who. And if you drive a Chevy on rims, then it's probably by you. No dreams or aspirational plans, so if we die cool, we breed future killers that did it how they could. And y'all say ain't nothing good from my hood. Obama was good, baby. Be careful, y'all say ain't nothing good from my hood. Let me see. We got
ain't money no other way. Travels of the world, gemstone. Yeah, 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 we're back. Hope you enjoyed the song. Um, now it's time to get back into some more topics. And this is a very, very interesting topic right here. Very close to home, literally. So, um, Skepta working with Diddy. The remix came out of Hello Good Morning, the Grime remix. Um, Skepta marked it. He outshined Diddy in every way. Um, I like the singers on the track. The, like they, they were American singers, um, they're signed to Dirty Money apparently, but um, yeah, one of they, them, they yeah. really did their thing, like considering it was a grime beat, and they sung better than a lot of UK artists sing on grime beats. So I was impressed there, with that. The, one of them's from the uh, Making the Band. Do you know that? Oh, I, I don't even know that. She's the black one, obviously. Um, but uh, she's she was in that uh, Danity Kane band, and um. Now she's part of Dirty Diddy, Dirty Money, whatever they're fucking called. And it's like one other artist as well. And that's his little trio, those two girls and him. Except he's the one that mainly does the singing and the dancing, unfortunately. And um, they just do like backup vocals. Wow. But I didn't even know they sang the... Uh, well, sang with Skepta, really. I thought it was... Uh, it was just some like random British artists or just like you know samples <laughs> nah they were American but yeah I mean when I listened to this track it sounded more like a Skepta track than a Diddy track like he, he just killed yeah. like he did his thing on it man well it was more Skepta voicing in the track than it was Diddy because I, I swear I only heard Diddy once on that track he was like and you know my name <laughs> that's all I heard from Diddy it's like <laughs> <laughs> but no, Skepta really did well on that track. It was, it was a complete different beat as well. That's the thing. It just didn't even seem like a "Hello, Good Morning" remix. It was. Yeah. Just... I think Skepta made the beat. Oh really? No, I think so. It sounds like something <clears throat> you would make. Well, that's not a very good collaboration then on Diddy's part. <laughs> just saying, um, <laughs> well, I yeah. think he just wanted to get his buzz out in the UK. That's why he like did the whole thing. Like, cause the, the the way this collaboration came about was Diddy was on Twitter, and he asked his fans, which UK artist should I, should I do a remix with? And um, everyone recommended Skepta. So then Skep, I mean Diddy, hit up Skepta on Twitter, and that's how it all got started and everything. Right. So I think it's basically Diddy just trying to get his buzz to expand like internationally. Tinchy Shredder oh. did a remix though as well. I mean, it probably wasn't like the official way Diddy was. Yeah, it wasn't official, I don't think. But, yeah, he just sang his verse and then it just dragged straight to Diddy's track, really. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I was really impressed with the track Skepta did. Um, I would say I'm not really into the grime scene myself, but like, if I had to be, obviously, I give props, huge props to Skepta. I give, obviously, to my friends as well who's should be uprising soon enough and um yeah it's oh that jams jams yeah jams whatever he wants to be called jams mainly yeah shouts to him shout out to jams definitely um but yeah i thought the track was really really good played on kiss it went nuts as well people were just instantly uploading it people were just trying to get more and more downloads of it trying to get a clean version which obviously there is none available at the moment yeah there's there's no 
there's a no no DJ version, so I mean um, we're gonna have to wait for that. But as soon as I get it, I'll put it up on the site. So literally though, it was quite nuts. People were going crazy for the track. Skepta really did his thing. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, man. But uh, what I wanted to ask is, you know, like I mean, this <laughs> collaboration has the potential to be a big thing. Like, do you think this will help out the um, UK hip hop or grime scene a little bit? Like, make us seem a lot more relevant. Um, Especially I, to the eyes of the youth. I already thought the grime scene or UK hip hop in general was quite um, praised already, to be honest. I mean, Eminem himself has always kind of given his props to the UK scene in random interviews here and there. And I thought even like when Sway, when he got onto the scene and he made himself known, I thought from that point it was already kind of considered as you know UK hip hop's growing. See, Sway, Sway, I hardly hear anything about him. Like he was signed to um Akon. Akon. Or something. That's the thing. And he I hardly was... even hear anything about it. <laughs> yeah, once he got signed, he disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> what did they do to him? Maybe we shouldn't be hyped up too much in the U- in the US. <laughs> signed, you're just shot, and that's it. You're gone. See, I don't, I don't think US artists know how to um, market a UK artist. So I, I don't think it's good for a US artist to sign a UK artist unless they're just planning to, you know, help them out financially within the UK. But if they're trying to bring them to the US and market them, it's it's kind of hard. Yeah. Like, I don't. Think it's kind of hard to market them out there. So I think it has to be kind of a UK thing where. You know, the UK just decides to go and dominate America because only we know how to promote ourselves at the end of the day. I think because, like, um, in the US, it'd be it'd be really tricky to kind of bring grime into the scene. Like, so, I mean, is Dizzy Rascal? He's quite popular in America, isn't he? Yeah, so he's, he's, he's well known in America. Um, there was a few... There was a few cats I know over America who were really into like underground hardcore hip hop and stuff, and they actually loved Dizzy Rascal like in yeah. its early stages. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, there are some people who, who <clears throat> kind of like him, but to a more mainstream audience in the US, they ain't really messing with it because there's a lot of ignorant Americans who, you know, they're like, oh, I can't understand him. Like, I don't, I don't like his accent. So they. Well, I'd think like they'd compare it more to Twister or something like that, because obviously it's fast rap to them. That's it. Yeah. And yeah. then they'll just be like, oh, it's too understandable. His accent's weird, and you know, it's just like Twister. Twister would murk him, whatever like that. You know, or we say murk. I don't know what the fuck they say. <laughs> but um, would they say the same? Yeah. 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 But um, so for Skepta, if say if he was big in America it'd be something quite unique but I think like if the US artists want to work more with the grime scene or UK hip hop artists in general I think um, I think it's best like they just help the artists more develop into the UK scene kind of give their input on what they should do more like what makes the US artists so different to the UK what they can bring Stuff like that. it's just sort of like a management sort of partnership or something like that. Yeah. Like obviously Tinchy Strider, he's signed with Rock Nation officially, hasn't he? So and um Yeah, no, I'm waiting for him to get dropped any day now. <laughs> but the thing is, like, um Jay Z signed Tinchy Strider and his whole management is gonna run the whole UK Rock Nation, really. So 
I think that's where I'm trying to get at saying really like Jay-Z's obviously maybe put his input into that team in the UK management team he's going to see over everything around Rock Nation obviously and the UK team is pretty much run by Tinchy Strider I can't even speak Tinchy Strider's um, (laughs) um, group thing going on yeah I mean if they do it that way where you know they they sign a UK artist but they they sign them so that you know they can um, make them basically run the UK scene or something or you get like just be, to be able to do more in the UK then that that's pretty good because you know it will help the UK out like it will help the UK scene get bigger but if like if you try and bring them to the US and get them popping then you know it's going to be a little more difficult but yeah. yeah like if you do it that way where you know you promote them within the UK and stuff then I think that's that's much better I, don't, I mean the US is kind of not as accepting as we are really yeah. in a sense like, it's not in a cruel way to say it or anything like that. It's just because the fact that the US seems very, very big and it is kind of, it kind of does look at it one-minded as well. Obviously, we can just go way more into that talk about the whole masonry, Illuminati stuff, and you know, you can easily just give examples of why we believe it's one-minded and everything like that. But so in that sense, it's like um, if you compare. If you make an artist from the UK in the grime scene collab with someone like Twister again or Gemstones at the time, and you know they do that whole fast rap and stuff like that, then the fans in the US may appreciate the UK artists more if that makes sense. Yeah. And then you know they'll just react by saying, "Whoa, I don't understand any of them, but they're <laughs> awesome." You know, uh, it's just got to be like careful planning really if the UK artist wants to break through into the US got yeah. to, like the right people you management with the right people you want to collab with you know want to get um, advice from um, what parts of America as well kind of attract so and so and yeah <clears throat> it, I mean, it's um... like this this track with like Diddy and Skepta it's it's awesome. I, I actually really, really like it. Skepta just nailed the track. I mean, he makes it a lot better than Diddy. I mean, it's not a biased opinion. It's just a fact, really. Diddy's track of Hello, Good Morning is quite rubbish, but Skepta just made it really good with his beat, with his lyrics, with his vocals even, and, you know, those backup female Diddy dancers, whatever they're called. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were really, really good as well. And... um yeah, because, I mean, I remember when um, Dizzy Rascal and Sway were given the opportunity of, um, it was in the BET Rap Cypher thing, at the BET Awards, a couple oh, of years. Sway's, Sway's is brilliant, though. Have you heard Sway's? Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. See, I mean, he was with Saigon, Rhymefest, Remy Ma. Yeah, that was, that was good right there. That was a good look. But, um, as far as Skepta, I think if anyone has the chance to break through, you know, I, I think he would be a good candidate because, like, his style, like, he he raps real clearly. Like, he doesn't do the whole fast thing and, you know, have bare words in his bars and that kind of thing. He Like, he raps with clarity, and that's what I like about him. Like, you know, you can understand everything he's saying on the track. So I think, you know, he would be 
pretty mar- marketable in the US if it came to that. Yeah. He would be a good candidate. But um yeah, like just to move on a little bit like Jay Sean, you know, he Yeah. <laughs> he's getting big in the US, like the whole young money and doing collabs with Nicki Minaj and all kinds of artists. What would you think about him? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I, obviously I give props to every artist that I don't even like either and everything like that. But yeah, I'm just not a fan of Jay Sean. I, I think again, you know, he's obviously collabed with Skepta as well. But again, he only did the chorus, and that attracts to R&B fans. <laughs> you know. R&B fans will just appreciate the chorus of that song then when Skepta does his verses over again people are just like I don't understand him I don't want to understand him. you know <laughs> so and then they just forward it to the chorus again and it's like what's the fucking point just listen to the song um Jay Sean don't really have an opinion on him other than yeah I just don't like him I saw him live twat um yeah he's kind of just an idiot saw him live in a club and he did like one song and then he just played Lil Wayne's song well he didn't even sing the whole song he just sang a lyric and I think he forgot the rest <laughs> <laughs> seriously I think he just forgot the rest he was what like, song was it? like a lollipop and then he put the mic to the crowd and the crowd were just like woo <laughs> we don't know either we're just gonna go because <laughs> you're here and famous actually. Oh. So, um, so yeah, and then he said something about Leicester apparently being um, the only town that's ever supported him, which is a load of bullshit. No one really supports him that well, greatly. <laughs> only Asians. He should have just said Asians support him. Except me. Should have pointed right towards me and said, except you. <laughs> Care. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Jay Sean, again, he's kind of like Sway in a sense. Yeah, he broke through in America, but now what? Where is he now? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, what do you think? Would what? he carry on being in the US? Do you mean, I mean, do people appreciate him more just because he sat on the same sofa as Lil Wayne? Or I mean, I, I think the um, I think the whole Young Money thing kind of helps him out a little bit. Like, it, it gets his name out there, but but he's not I even don't think people are listening to his music though. Like I, I think people know his name, but they ain't really listen to his music that much. Like they, <laughs> he's not even signed right? um, Young Money though, is he? Um, I don't think he's signed, is he? I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> he's with them a whole lot. That's all I know. I wonder how to audition with them <laughs> to join Young Money. I wonder what it's like. Maybe that's why Jay Sean's having trouble. He just doesn't have the dollars and the dimes and the cents. He's just there with his one pound coin and five pound. <laughs> and I'm still got monies. Um, nah, Jay Sean, he's just a prune, really. Just let him do his own thing and slowly disappear. Just talk about. You know, artists just have to keep up that momentum, and I don't think Jay Sean really kept up the momentum. You know, he made his money in America, he made it big, whatever. But now where is he? <laughs> He's just not doing anything else. I haven't heard from him. 
I swear every song, every song I hear him on is like a collaboration. I don't think I've heard a song of him by himself. It kind of is a collaboration. <laughs> and the weird thing is, even when he does go solo, the only thing you can remember is the chorus of the song. <laughs> the one he did with Lil Wayne, when Lil Wayne said about three lines or something like that. You know, people don't know the full song. They're just like, na 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 na, baby, are you down, 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 down? <laughs> it's like just made a name off of co- collaborating with big artists like yeah <laughs> it is it's just yeah maybe it's harder for him i don't know but i won't get more into that but other than just say he's a twat really i don't really like him that much so yeah that's my opinion of him jason can go screw himself I was more disappointed, like, not seeing more Sway, if anything. Yeah, Sway, Sway is very talented. Yeah. Uh, I mean, along with Leona Lewis to Akon's label, and then, um, Leona Lewis did a bit of stuff, and then Sway just kind of disappeared. He did that last song with Lamar, and that was it. We never heard of him again. Yeah. What oh. even happened to Lamar? I think they both got assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're both just gone. They're both in hiding. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, um, another UK artist I think deserves some recognition is um, Klashnikov as well. Like, he's pretty... Uh, like, if I was to compare him to a US artist, I would say... I would say Naz in his prime. Not now, but, you know, in his prime. Because, like... Klashnikov, he's real deep with it, so... Any listeners out there, I recommend you listen to some of Klashnikov's stuff. So, have you listened to him at all? No, I haven't. Never even, I think I've heard the name, but I've never actually heard the guy. That's the, another one problem, I guess, in the UK. There's not a lot <laughs> that I can think of anyway, and when I do think of them, it's the stupid ones. And it's yeah. the ones I don't want to think of <laughs> that are just breaking into the scene. But, um, I don't know, I guess we work more underground than, no, that's not true. Yeah. We are, we are just generally an underground scene, really, no matter what sort of, uh, genre you think of. Towards the US, we're always going to be just another underground act, and whether we make it big or not, it should be the UK's opinion, really. Yeah, you summed it up right there. <laughs> nothing more to add. I guess not. <laughs> Other than, yeah, the song was great. Skepta did a really, really good job on it. Better than Diddy's original. And uh can only just say hope for the best and get some real recognition for the artists in the UK. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good summary. Um Yeah, so the next topic is rappers or entertainers and their tax problems <laughs> um, recently Young Buck had some IRS problems um, they raided his house and um, they they took a lot of his valuables they left him with the house and his cars basically they took his Playstation and all this <laughs> shit <laughs> and, which was apparently his son's Playstation or something <laughs> But yeah, um, I mean, it's not only Young Buck either, there's been 
there's been a lot of reports lately of yeah recently I mean, recently the new few are Swiss Beats Wycliffe Rulon Moby Trice uh, what's the name Method Man and Fat Joe and Chris Tucker and Chris Tucker Wesley Snipes probably going to jail or is in jail I don't know it's crazy what they're doing it's why why do they avoid tax I mean why why don't you just pay your tax I mean as far as the young buck situation I can shed some light on that um basically from what I understand you know because I'm real into the whole G unit thing from what I understand when he was with G unit he was just spending 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 like crazy and then you know he got into debt with the IRS like what a couple years ago actually and you know he didn't have the money to pay it back and he he went to 50 to try and bail him out but you know he was being kind of disrespectful to 50 at the time like he was going on radio stations and speaking against Tony Yayo who was Tony Yayo at the time was being accused of slapping some 14 year old child <laughs> who was the son of um the games managers yeah yeah it was basically the games manager's son and you know, Tony Yeo was accused of slapping him and stuff and Young Buck went on the radio and said he can't respect that. So, you know, he was basically like, you know, kind of shitting on the G-Unit subliminally, even though he was with them. So 50 was like, I'm, I can't help you out because, you know, you're shitting on us and you're spending way too much money. I can't bail you out, bail you out all the time. So, you know, like this IRS problem has been pending for a couple of years. It's just silly. What was seized from Young Buck? It was recording equipment, jewelry, furniture, pla- his platinum wall plaques. I didn't even think they could be, <laughs> yeah, they could be like sold or anything like that. I, know, I thought that was just earnings you made. That was just like a recognition you made, you know? Yeah. That's like a certificate. That's yeah. like taking a kid's certificate. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, <laughs> say you win, um, say you're Usain Bolt and you win this race or whatever, and you get a medal for it, it's like taking that away. <laughs> exactly. Something you earn. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was just like, that's just hard work earned, really. Or yeah. some of hard work from Young Buck, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, that's just weird. They even like, took his platinum war packs. And it was all for just owing $300,000. And you think to yourself, can't they make more? They make millions basically from just merchandise, and then from record sales, they make the number that they sold, obviously. And roughly, if he was at G Unit's time, you know, they can add money with them. Like, I mean, it's his own fault, really, because he shouldn't have been like one. He shouldn't have been so stupid as to overspend. Like, how are you going to overspend when you have millions? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> and um, and also, you know, he should have been more loyal to 50 because, you know, that's that's the guy that's basically in charge of his future. Because like, Young Buck, his whole thing was, it was an ego thing. Like, he, he felt like he was bigger and better than 50 Cent or he could be bigger and better because I remember he was trying to build his own record label on the G-Unit and stuff. And so he was trying to be his own boss. That's his problem. Fiddy provided the money to him, didn't he? Yeah. He provided all the money, you know, and he should have been able to then, you know, cut the check for the money and be done with it. It's just simple as that. Why can't any other artist just deal with, like, the debts that they owe 
first because it's not like tax is going to go away tax is always going to be there especially at this time yep. of crisis you know and if you dodge them then they're going to they're going to track you down eventually exactly <laughs> you're not superman just because you're famous and rich you know? <laughs> i mean i don't know if it's just the media world that does it you know it just gets to their head that holy shit i'm powerful now <laughs> you know that they just jump off everything and then they just ignore the fact that you know bills exist still you know loans debts <laughs> They still exist. And, you know, I mean, there are crooked accountants around, whatever. But same time, you have millions of dollars. You know what to do with it. And it shouldn't just be spending it on jewelry, cars, and, you know, drugs and whatever shit like that. Yeah, that, that's another thing. He was a big drug user as well. It's <laughs> not really a surprise, is it? <laughs> apparently, he was doing the whole scissor thing and numerous other drugs so you know that's where his money went to <laughs> a lot of bollocks really I think it should be a new law in hip hop itself like rappers are not allowed to rap about how much money they got how much jewellery they spent on no well how much jewellery they got they spent their money on and you know cars and all that stuff they should Bags. not be allowed to talk about it until they pay their debt that's why the tax man comes for these rappers because they see all these songs about I get money and I get jewelry and stuff like that and they're like oh really how come on? We, we didn't know about that give us some money it's <laughs> 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 true they're just they're like alright oh, that guy's got money look he's got that bitch <laughs> that bitch you need the bitch and the money. <laughs> so, like, uh, I don't know. It's stupid what these people do. I mean, apparently Swiss Beats, he's got, um, who married last week, I think, was it last week? Yeah, uh, it called a week before, I can't remember. So, uh, he's married, either way, whatever, big moves and all that stuff. Um, he owed four million, something like that, around the time, and he's been paying but he still owes about two million now in taxes, as well as Wyclef Sean does, who's running for president as well. Um, that one was because you know because he was trying to run for president. Like a lot of people have been trying to dig up dirt on him now, like since he's running for president. Hmm. I mean, he's failed to pay the taxes for the past three years now. <laughs> so, uh, Obi Trice, he's just disappeared, and he doesn't even have to pay that much. To be honest, is the same equivalent really to Young Buck. Uh, yeah, these rappers are just stupid. They need to take care more of their money and their whole yeah, I mean uh, lifestyle really. And it shouldn't even be that hard. It's like I know these guys should have like top level accountants and stuff like, and the accountants should be helping them, you know, keep track of their money and put some aside for taxes. Simple as that. I mean, put it this way, the more people can start paying their taxes and stuff, the less likely we can hear annoying artists like Bono just go on about how we don't pay for charity and stuff like that. Because <laughs> he's annoying. He doesn't put his own money into anything. I doubt. It's annoying more when artists say, like, you know, we pay money, we should pay towards charity, we'll do these events, and your money that you bought the ticket for goes towards a charity when the artists have the power in the world to just make their lives easier make their own lives easier as well man as well and then you know it's just minor things like this to them 
the IRS and paying the taxes, child support and all that stuff. It's just simple doings. Just pay it straight away. <laughs> just get that over and done with first, then enjoy your lifestyle. Do whatever the hell you want afterwards. Now Wesley Snipes, he's um he's fucking off to jail really, isn't he? <laughs> or is he already there? I don't know. Probably is. <laughs> Who knows? But shit happens, I guess. You mean that? Yeah, <laughs> shit happens. Rappers are just feeling the same fate as normal people do, really. Yeah. Um. Inland revenue. If you're listening, don't worry. I pay my taxes. <laughs> I pay my taxes. Don't fuck me. Yeah, we've all paid ours in time. <laughs> we have. We have. That advert keeps coming up, saying, you know. You don't pay by then, you're gonna get caught and fined, and you won't get a job. So great. It's not like we have this problem anyway of just trying to find a job, but well, hey, thanks. Yeah, I mean the biggest problem is if you're like you know self-employed and stuff. And I mean I've been self-employed for a while, so yeah, I've I have to do all my own taxes and stuff. So it's kind of it's a lot of hassle, but it has to be done. It has to be done. And that's what these rappers need to get to their heads that it needs to be done. <laughs> yeah, and it's a lot easier for them actually because they can just pay for an accountant like, and the accountant can do all the work for them. So. Plus, I mean, you know, spending on jewelry, um, you know, depends what type of jewelry they get as well. I mean, I'm a strong, uh, I, what's the word? I can't remember it, but. You know, I'm against pretty much conflict diamonds and blood, uh, blood money, child slavery, and all that stuff. So, whether the rappers care themselves that what type of jewelry they're getting is, you know, affecting the whole world of that part, where it's just funding for mafias and you know pirates and terrorists, really, and the third world countries. Yeah. Should be something they should like, recognize a bit more and more, you know. They yeah, be especially because you know, um, a lot of rappers claim to be preachers and claim to exactly for before like ghetto people and um black people or whatever. You know, yeah. like they should they should know that you know a lot of countries like you know Africa and a lot of other countries are suffering because you know they have this obsession with jewelry. So mm. They need to realize that more as well. It's. It's kind of just like um, what comes around goes around sort of effect really. It's like these rappers, they just, you know, they just talk about how street they are, and how they're from the hood, <laughs> and with all this like fast cars, money, yeah, the girl. I understand why they do that. It's to, you know, because it's to signify your success, you know, like if you're, from, if you're from the hood or the ghetto or the poor parts of America or the UK or whatever. You know, buying a car and buying a house and buying some jewelry signifies that you're a success and someone important, and they just want—they just want to show that. But at the same time, you know, it, it's a little it's, bit ignorant. But so. exactly, because it's, it's not just the hood people that are gonna come after you. You know, it's yeah. the IRS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the bills, the tax people, the child support, whatever. They come after you when you make your lives public like that. When you so yeah, you, like really, they gotta worry about the people in rags and the people in the suits at the same time. <laughs> I 
then what do you think is going to happen now to Young Buck? Do you think he's going to like fix himself up, like he promises he says he will? Because um, he blamed it. He blamed it mainly on team management and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He was subliminally trying to blame Fifty as well and stuff. Because <laughs> um, apparently, you know, because Fifty still holds his contract, so he can't put out any, you know, new music and stuff without Fifty's approval. Really? Yeah, because okay. he still owns him, basically. So I think Young Buck, you know, I think he's trying to focus on, you know, getting that contract terminated or whatever, trying to get his release. So then, you know, he can be free to do whatever he wants music-wise. Is he even a good artist or...? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still listen to a couple of his his tracks, you know, even though he messed up. I still listen to a couple of his tracks that were pretty good. You sound like you're sniffing coke, man. What's that with what? <laughs> you sound like you sniffing coke or something just then. I'm sniffing coke? <laughs> I, just, I just changed my position. <laughs> that is one long sniff. <laughs> nah, I'm just messing with you. But yeah, um... Yeah, Young Buck, he was cool, man. But he just messed up, man. Yeah. Um... Yeah, there's not much more to say, really. He did fuck up there and, and so a lot of artists aren't really realizing that you know it's it needs to just be a wake-up call to them that these people are just going to keep coming down on arts especially and it's not really anything like an average earning person can feel sorry for really because i mean i can't really feel sorry for these artists they should know <laughs> simple as i mean fair enough they're talented they got they got far and everything like that but Use your damn mind. <laughs> you got, you used it when you wanted to get into the music business or the entertainment business in general. Why just all of a sudden go blank after you just found your first dollar that you know? Yeah. Uh, as far as like the movie side of things, like with Chris Tucker and stuff, you know, I, I mean, I see why they get in debt so easily because it's like they get paid millions to do a movie. Exactly. And, you know, the companies pay them that million. And you know, out of that, out of those millions that they get paid, they're supposed to, you know, set aside some of it for tax anyway. But you know, they get this bulk sum of you know, eleven million or whatever, and you know, they just think it's all theirs basically. So mm. they're like, "Wow, I just got eleven million, <laughs> eleven million into my account. I'm balling." <laughs> and then you know, they just forget to pay their taxes. So. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's probably harder for group artists as well. Because when they make the money, they have to just share it out and then they have their own stuff to pay off and everything. And at the end of the day, from, say, something like they earn, I don't know, 18 million, one eight, um, from the end of it, each of the artists in that group earn about, properly keep 200,000 pounds. That's why it's best to um, pay everyone, like, treat everyone like a solo artist, even though you're a group. You know, yeah. you treat everyone like a solo artist. Mm. Basically, that's the best way to do it. Definitely. Not much more we can say on that, really, is it? It's just people being stupid. They just need to wake themselves up. They just need to, like, punch in the face, really. Something like that. Especially at these times. Come on, recession. What's wrong with you people? Yeah, man. I would kill to be a millionaire, man. And <laughs> if I was, I would. I would watch myself. Man. I think 
think everyone would love to be a millionaire right now <laughs> to make the world easier and it'd make their lives easier. But you just got to use it right at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. Like, you got to appreciate where you're at, man. Like, exactly. You got to look out for these things because it's not easy. Like one, once you once you earn millions of pounds or dollars or whatever, people think you know it's an easy life or whatever from there. Phone call. It's not even a phone call. It's a video. <laughs> it's on yeah. tube during the show and shit. <laughs> Intruding our show. Get out. Carry on. But yeah, um, that's basically all I had to say. Fair enough. No, that's a good point. Yeah, so I guess it's time for my song selection. Um, you know, since we was talking about Obi Trice a little bit, I'm gonna play one of his tracks. Um, it's called Cry Now because I'm sure he's crying right now into <laughs> its IRS trouble. Uh, this is actually the remix version that was on, um, uh, what was that Eminem album that he brought out? The Re Up, that was it. Yeah. I don't like one of his songs, man. I don't even think he was that great. He was okay. Like I, I bought his first album. He wasn't all that, but he was okay. Where is he now? Is he still making music or? Nah, he, he got dropped from from Shady Records. Yeah, he got dropped, but I mean, there's no other record label picking him up or anything like that. No. Nah, he's nah. pretty much independent right now. I guess. I'm not even sure if he's making music still. <laughs> he just owes money. That's <laughs> fair enough. But yeah, um, this track features Bobby Creek Water and um, a couple other former shady artists, Statquo and all them. So check it out. Nigga with no purpose Continue to walk this earth's surface I was birthed for hip-hop Brought y'all my services right. Yet you try to murder this nigga That's coming from the same turf as just nigga. What nerve of you Pissed because your hustles ain't worth a shit nigga. I'm getting rich I'm on my way to Hugh Hefner's dig With a bitch You in the trenches trying to reach a big uh-huh. On another rapper's dig Who won't represent where you live Dummy. Know you annoyed But don't make the mistake I'm stake to state In that Honda nigga Not an accord I'm in that Honda G4 You would never afford and yep, it's probably ease, but a nigga is on board. Cry now. Cry now. Cry now. Nigga, cry now. I'll be damned if I let a nigga lay his hands on me. I'll lay his ass out and park a grand dam on him. The city where the weak survive and the strong die, where beef collide. Shootouts happen and hit the wrong guy. I didn't seen the worst of the worst. And what can be worse than the verse about bullets dispersed up in your shirt? The streets is like a curse. Niggas fronting for a bitch. It's like you begging to die, like bear hunting with a switch. A part of my heart is gone. I can never smile the same. Trigger finger is itchy. It'll take a while to tame. 
Detroit is hella dirty, but the dozen can fix it. Resist and a biscuit will exceed the distance and bounce off one's home. Hitting ricochet off a kid's trombone right to where you niggas lay. Obi can tell you the death is just a few inches away. I'll shed tears, but you can get your fill of it today. Yeah. Obi, they gotta fuck with us this time, my nigga. Uh, by the creek. Left now, cry, never my Beretta is a body part Hit it with just enough shots to make his body hard Now I feel like we even See Creek is here to shine a light on these niggas this evening Soon as I get my coma right on them zeros, I'm leaving Load up a clip and make it dark, all them heroes I'm cheesing Shit, they got snitches on the clock, gotta watch what I'm saying Me buy a bitch a couple rocks and the watch quit playing Back on my grids and my ninja, nobody ran with me And for them fucking spectators, I brought the band with me Halftime niggas, they grab pine, you would never grab mine, nigga the dollar's nine when he said you gon' be fine, nigga yes. Witness the order war in the physical yeah. Since World Coke was rushed through my umbilical uh. And no words from cash mouth was fixing uh. Ready with those clips if I'm ever dissing you yeah. My overall war is raw to the core the yeah. surface Of the street when I walk through the door My yeah. purpose is to move up, pull to uh. you perfect Watch me overthrow the government yeah. with my turban yeah. Plot up in Latin, uh. Sola Mumia Praying the proof, I'm searching for Jerry Garcia Talk to my brother, Calling in the streets of the D I'm talking to K And hope niggas waiting on me You take the first shot Then second round's on me And we can walk on the other side Me and my brother ride I don't rap for the plaques My contract signed just for scratch To get you whack Nigga with a gun, with a shank, with a pack Take slug through the lungs Get it right, what you rap, nigga I'm born crazy, the brains, the more famous Clapping down bangers, spent for entertainment Yeah Keep the gap on tuck, won't war on, give a fuck Shot till you kiss the fucker up, it'll lift him up Believe me, you'll float, the result is your family heart broke Looking like an artichoke vegetable Whole stiff nigga paralyzed from the neck down My goon stick niggas turn soldiers to stick figures Hand on triggers, real life born killers We roll out like four with us, God shill us From backstabbers and gold diggers Tipsy out brown liquor, watch me Obnoxious, broad call me cocky Popping long dick, stab it up the box like hockey, okay. especially when a bitch ride it like jockey. From the bends to the range to the black jalopy. I'm the shit, the only one who ain't heard is foxes. Formalize a plan, no man can stop me. Ball talk, stack or understand you copy. We're back and we're about to get into some final thoughts now and then close the show. So do you have any final thoughts or shout outs? Um I'm looking at this video of people trying to look like Nicki Minaj. They're they're all ugly. Yeah, there's a lot of fake Barbies out there. It's really weird. <laughs> it's really, really, really weird. But it's uh Sorry, what are you going to say? Yeah, this whole Barbie movement, like, it's really affecting people. When I was in New York, like, there was all kinds of girls just trying to look like Nicki Minaj, basically. Seriously, they look crazy. They look crazy. They, yeah, 
I think these are the people that will definitely appreciate being called Black Fire and now have changed their personality. So, oh well. But, um, regards to final thoughts, uh, Diddy's a fool. Fat rappers deserve, <laughs> deserve a good chance just as well as normal sized rappers do or entertainers in general. Um, pay your money and UK talent is just as well um, matched than normal US artists whether we give them the compliment they deserve it's totally up to us yeah that's my fun <laughs> on everything okay um, yeah I had you know, something small I wanted to discuss as well um, Soldier Boy you know like we all know who Soldier Boy is. We all know he makes shitty music, and um, I'm actually really upset with him right now because he went and signed one of my favorite battle rappers, Conceited. Conceited is now signed with Soldier Boy, and right. I'm upset about that because Soldier Boy's got his own record label. Yeah, you, have you heard of Lil B? No. Oh, he's this new internet rapper that's blowing up. And um, oh yeah, that reminds me. I gotta show you something as well later, cause I'm sure, I'm sure your reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta show you something regarding Soldier Boy later, cause I'm sure your reaction would be pretty funny. But yeah, um, Soldier Boy is signing Conceited. Conceited is a battle rapper from Brooklyn. Uh, I consider him to be one of the best battle rappers out right now. And you know, he's a pretty good artist, but now that he's signed with Soldier Boy, I have a feeling he's gonna be a crappy artist. So I'm kind of upset about that. Yeah, so Soldier Boy, stop signing good rappers and <laughs> turning them crap. Fair enough. I would have thought Soldier Boy would have gone with Young Money. I didn't know he had his own record label. Yeah, yeah um,. Soldier Boy's getting loads of money, man. Like he gets paid um for for every YouTube comment he gets on his videos, he gets paid for it. So really? he's getting yeah, he's getting crazy amounts of money. Wow, why do people like idiots? Seriously, <laughs> what's wrong with you people? Stop liking fools. Stop making them rich and making them big-headed. Well, carry on and then let them forget that they pay their IRS, pay their whole taxes and stuff. <laughs> Watch them slum down the room. Yeah, man. So, yeah, conceited. Congratulations, you know, you're getting the money now and everything, but please don't dumb down your music too much. That's my <laughs> final thought. Um, what did you think of Kanye West's little promo snippet thing? Yeah, um, that, that was pretty good. Like, I, I like that he's doing something different because um you know he called it a portrait not a music video yeah. so like the fact that he's doing something different that's pretty that's pretty good stuff i think yeah it was quite cool i love the effects and stuff like that um it was pretty much a portrait rather than just a music video for now but soon enough the music video comes out soon i'm guessing and um should be awesome should be a good return for kanye west yeah I, I guess that's it. So <laughs> that's pretty much it. We got nothing more to say. What about uh, actually? What about Eminem's new video that came out? Oh uh, yeah. Think of that. Yeah, that that was 
that was pretty good. Um, a lot of people love it because it has Rihanna plus Megan Fox <laughs> same video. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, I haven't been really much of a big fan of Rihanna since, um, well, since she started going a bit awkward. But uh, no, nah, the video was alright. It was it has the Hobbit guy and the guy from Lost as well and Megan Fox. What more can you want? Really? It's a good video. Eminem thing. About Eminem, by the way. Um, why, when he sings live, he's using his video, his voice sound in like videos and audio tracks is being louder than his actual live performance? Have you noticed? <laughs> well, like his, the backing track is louder than his actual yeah, voice? Yeah. He's seemingly like he's just getting lazy to perform live and he's using his backing track to help him sound good. Yeah, I've never really thought of Eminem as a good live performer, really. I mean, he did a couple really, really good performances, like um, the one on MTV where he had like mad Slim Shadies and stuff. Like, <laughs> he's had a couple really, really good performances and stuff. But he always, he seems to always use a backing track and now he's like used his backing tracks louder than himself yeah. really now it's, it's gone weird and people are accusing him of um, uh, you know lip sync, lip -sync. when he's not it's just that he's more quiet than the backing yeah. track because I know Fiddy does it as well but you can at least hear Fiddy singing over his own yeah. well uh, like I was at a 50 concert and like it was pretty like the music was pretty I mean the beat was loud but I, I didn't really hear any backing vocals or anything yeah. yeah, fair enough. I mean, because I remember when I watched him perform on MTV, um, the backing track was there, but you could hear uh, 50 Cent, yeah. you know, singing normal. Whereas Eminem, he's now just using his backing track, and he's just—I don't know if he's getting the, <laughs> like the volume. I think level. it's just—I think it's certain performances though. Like, I think it depends on where you are and stuff, like what, where you're performing. Like, if it's a performance for TV, I think they play a backing the backing track kind of loud yeah anyway like just to give it some extra emphasis I guess I mean YouTube videos don't help either because obviously when people upload it it's the fans that upload it and they're right next to the speakers so all you hear <laughs> is just the wave of <laughs> that's it <laughs> that's all you <laughs> so yeah I don't know I don't just, it was just always stuck on my head why he just if he's properly using the backing track as you know his live performances or if he is actually singing just doesn't realize but nonetheless great artist still number one isn't he on the billboard yeah for um yeah on the album one right yeah yeah i mean what was it professor green tried knocking him off in the uk that failed <laughs> and um yeah i think he's still number one still doing really really good Good stuff. Yeah. Oh, and as far as Eminem as well, um, I think yeah, Slaughterhouse are pretty much signed to Shady Records now, so yep. I'm really dying to hear more Slaughterhouse material. You know, they they've got access to better beats now and stuff, surely. So <laughs> dying to hear some new stuff from them. I can't wait till they have a new album or something. So you waiting for Joe Budden in general? There's mood music for. Yeah, waiting for that too. I'm sure that's going to be good. But my favourite Slaughterhouse member is actually Royce the 5'9". Yeah, I think he's pretty talented. Yeah. Well, it's good stuff. But, um, 
I don't know. I haven't even heard much of because uh, Joel Ortiz is quite new as well, isn't he? Or yeah, and Crooked Eye. What's funny is um, Joel Ortiz was actually signed to, to Aftermath. Like he used to be signed to Aftermath, which is you know Shady Aftermath. Yeah. And and then he got dropped. <clears throat> now he's signed again, like to Shady, which is kind of funny. <laughs> Fair enough. Irony there. It's like you can't do it alone. Okay, I have a super group. You can now <laughs> do it. Yay! <laughs> so apparently they said um, Eminem should be like their fifth member of Slaughterhouse. Do they really even need a fifth member? No, they don't. Um, that that was just you know like if I mean, if, if they had to choose a fifth member. Well, I mean, I'm saying it because apparently like Charles Hamilton himself, <laughs> who's now in the nut house, he um, he said he was supposed to be the fifth member. Yeah, he he was actually going to be the fifth member, but Joe Budden was against it. He was like, "Now nah, you you got your own career to pursue and stuff." Do you think he was being supportive, of being against it, or was he just saying like, "Really?" Charles? I think he was. I think he was like, "I respect Joe Budden for that because he was being real." Like, crit- yeah. like Charles Hamilton, he wouldn't fit in in Slaughterhouse, I think, because well, just no, he has to build his own brand. Really, I think. And you know he keeps taking L's, like he keeps he keeps getting humiliated. So you know, that doesn't help at all. Thing is, like if Joe Budden's saying you know build your own career, it's not really work because he is a part of now um, All City Chess Club, which is Lupe Fiasco's supergroup. You oh. know about them? I didn't even know that. Yeah, he's a part of that. That's just like one giant over the top group, really. It's um. Sleeper Fiasco, Charles Hamilton, J. Cole, Blue, Asher Roth, um, B.O.B., some other guy, some other guy, some other guy, and um, uh, Pharrell, who's the DJ who makes the beats and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty good right there. But as far as Charles Hamilton, he needs to stop embarrassing himself. Like, <laughs> He's had too many em- embarrassing... Like moments, situations, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't really think highly of him, but maybe that is because of the embarrassment situations. <laughs> but even his mixtape, it didn't really impress me at the moment. So only about two tracks. Obviously, one of it being the random Jay Z diss he did, and uh, Game Day mentioned an alright track. That was it. I like his old mixtape, um, the pink lava lamp. That was pretty good. But apart from that, you know, like he kind of fell off a little bit. <laughs> well, he's checked himself in for yeah. some strange reason. So maybe hopefully he's... he'll come out there a lot better. <laughs> hopefully, I guess we could, we should wish him all the best if he's listening, which we doubt. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> see how it goes. All right, guys. Um. We're pretty much out of here now, so hope you guys enjoyed the show. And if you're listening, um, make sure you leave your comments and stuff. Let us know how we can improve. Let us know your likes and dislikes about the show. So, yeah. Cool. Take it easy, people. See you later. See you.